Afterward, by Amelia Williams. Hello, old friend. And here we are. You and me. On the last page. Oh, I always rip out the last page of a book. Then it doesn't have to end. I hate endings. I always wanted to visit the Statue of Liberty. I guess you got impatient. Why is it smiling? Someone please tell me what is going on. I'm sorry, Rory, but you just died. This place is policed by angels. Every time you try to escape, you get zapped back in time. Please, if you love me, then trust me and push to save you. I could do anything. Together, or not at all. It's called marriage. Hey, Amy. Hi. Oh, uh, this is Rory. He's a friend. Boyfriend. Putting Hitler in the cupboard. I'm. What colour? Sorry, there weren't any good questions there. There are soldiers all over my house. I'm in my pants. My whole life I've dreamed of saying that. I specifically remember not noticing. You just have to blink, right? No! It'll be fine. I know it will. I'll, I'll, I'll be with him. Like I should. Me and Rory together. Stop it! Just, just stop it! You look after him. I will never be able to see you again. I'll be fine. Raggedy man! Goodbye! And do one more thing for me. There's a little girl waiting in a garden. She's going to wait a long while, so she's going to need a lot of hope. Tell her that if she's patient, the days are coming that she'll never forget. She'll fall in love with a man who'll wait 2,000 years to keep her safe. And save a whale in outer space. Go to her. Tell her, this is the story of Amelia Pond. And this is how it ends. Hello, Geronimo, and welcome to the podcast that's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. It's Who Do You Think You Are? My name's Ian. I, I don't want to say my name. Oh, no. Because oh. if, if, if I say my name, it means that <laughs> we got to say goodbye. I mean, if we start, it means we're going to end at some point. And that means oh, no, it's it's fun. I'll, I'll cut a chunk out of this this episode, so it, it will never end. I'll never just go on a loop like, forever. Like, leave a last but yeah, leave a last yeah. minute, because... Uh, <laughs> Like like a, like a like a gif or a gif one might say yeah uh, yeah but uh, no no I don't do well with goodbyes but my name's Ian <laughs> but no we're we're here if you couldn't tell to do uh, finally <laughs> after postponing it for a bit we are doing uh, seasons series seven a episode five I think um, the angels take Manhattan the farewell tour for Amy Pond and Ooh. Rory Williams. Um, before we start, I want to do a segment I'm calling Who's News? Um, because oh, wow. Huge news. A huge. <laughs> God, I sw- every time we record this, it's always like a little bit after or before there's some news. Firstly, um, I'm here to bring the very upsetting news, which is Doctor Who's in Fortnite. That's not the sad part. The sad part is I've played this, so I get to sort of explain. Um, they re- they released a map that, for is, the video game. Is, 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 is that the sad part that you play Fortnite? Oh, I've never played. I, I downloaded Fortnite for this. Just thing. for took, this? Yeah, it took. Wow. Well, this, this is the thing. Took four hours to download. Not worth it. About <laughs> five minutes. It's, it's a little adventure map thing. But uh, the thing that I, I even bring, the, bring this up was um, they had like a museum of some of the the iconic things of, of Doctor Who, um, very poorly put into Fortnite. Uh, you had a Cassandra, which looked very upsetting to see. You had Daleks and all this kind of stuff. And if you press a button, they tell you some information. And there is a room that would um, r- show a, a load of different Doctor costumes of like 10, uh, the seventh Doctor, the fourth Doctor. And you press the button, it'd tell you who they are. Next to 13, there is one that was empty, but had loads of question marks all over it. And if you press the button and have a 14 question marks, um, which has led to people think we might, we might find out who the 14th doctor is soon because this map I think has ended or will end soon within the next couple of weeks, which would mean that there'll be a 14th doctor reveal. If they star Wars this and reveal it in Fortnite, I'm going to actually cry. Um, because Star Wars did that with episode nine, where the most important plot points they revealed through Fortnite, which you can't access anymore. So if they do that, sure. But the other thing is, every other week, we seem to hear a rumor that someone's going to be the Doctor. I so hope this one's legit. And it's it's a really interesting one. 
uh, which is granted it's been debunked. I never know whether to believe things or not because there's someone else who is like um, running in the bookies to be the doctor who's also denied it. Uh, but we've had uh, a rumor that the next doctor will be someone who's actually already played the Doctor once before in 1999 in Doctor Who, The Curse of Fatal Death, Mr. Hugh Grant. Yes. Now, granted, I think Hugh Grant was very good in his couple minutes playing the Doctor for Children in Need, and I would have loved, I'd love to see him here. Yeah. Uh, he did come on Twitter and say that uh, this is rubbish and it's not true. Granted, Lydia West has as well and said that uh, her rumor of being the Doctor isn't true. What else is he going to say? I don't know. Yes, I'm the doctor. We were going to announce it in a different way, but we thought, well, what the heck? You know, I'm pretty sure that Whitaker and um, Capaldi did the same as well. Because, to be fair, running up to when we find out who the doctor is, the bookies are usually pretty good. They had it for Jodie Whitaker and they had it for Peter Capaldi. Um, I, it's a really interesting thing. I would love to see Hugh Grant play the doctor again properly in, in canon. Yes. Or- it, yes. It's because depending depending who you ask, the curse of fatal death is canon because Doctor Who has no real canon. It sort of just exists. I've seen a lot of people say that optically uh, it probably wouldn't be the best thing because if you go straight to another white guy, um, it will make a lot of people who think that Jodie Whittaker isn't really a doctor because she's a woman feel that they've got. I mean, it's it the, the whole thing's a minefield, whatever you do. Um, right, and this is this yeah. is a situation I got with with modern Hollywood and television production in general. Yeah, is just going. Look, who's the right person for the role? And let's not let's not because uh, you know what? If you go with someone else um, who looks or sounds different than than Hugh Grant, um, then you're gonna have people going oh, blah 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 blah. And if you go with Hugh Grant, people are going oh blah 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 blah. And this is the world we live in now: is that no one's ever happy, and someone's always gonna complain, and that's unfortunate. Rather than go, Hugh Grant's brilliant. It becomes this weighted thing. And then, what is the right number? Is it two? Is it three? Is it four? When is the timeline appropriate to let Hugh Grant, a national treasure, bumble his way in a way that only Matt Smith has done before? Through he would be good. He would be good. I would. I would love to see him do. I think because one, him and Russell T Davies just basically have the same ethics so they can really yes. work together especially because this is russell t davies the man who did it's a sin and years and years um and the talk like, is they want to make it like this big marvel like universe yeah i've heard that because a couple years ago granted russell t davies is a genius and the people that will be like oh he'll bring back doctor who so it won't have any work but this is russell t davies like yes. whatever russell t davies does it's going to if, be if anybody should be free of claims of um any sort of negativity regarding yeah regarding inclusivity it's russell t davies you know yeah, what I mean? this man knows what he's doing also because there was a rumor that there's a cut well rumor there has been a casting call for a bad wolf production we don't know what the production is but it is um they want um a uh sort of relatively teenage to just under like 20 like 15 to 20 year old um person of color who is uh non-binary or trans and, and right that would be a good companion so i think russell t davis is definitely going down a way that I he he's not gonna he's not gonna like do anything that would you know like segregate or no, jeopardize any of that. Russell T. It's Davies. Russell T. Davies. <laughs> and and you know what? Here's the last thing. Yeah. Uh, not last thing, but here's the thing I've got. The only thing I've got left in my head right now. Yeah, is Doctor Who from a financial standpoint is not what Doctor Who was when you had Tennant and Smith. And no. if you want to reach a global audience, who is better than Hugh Grant for your punt at making it relevant globally again? I think he did a good job. I think he did a good job. This is this is coming from me, who I've said like from from day one that Jody announced that she was going to uh, hang up the the TARDIS keys and regenerate. I've been saying I'd love Lydia West or I'd love Tania Miller. I'd still love to see either of them in the row. I've seen people say that maybe uh, Lydia West will be a companion and it will be like um, uh, siblings. That'd be great. I'd, st- I'd love to see Tania Miller at some I, point. But we've got years. We've I, got years. I mean no disrespect. I don't know who these people are. 
Uh, Lydia West was on a lot of both of them have done loads of stuff with Russell T Davies. Okay, Lydia cool. West was she was the one of the main characters in It's a Sin and Years and Years. Tania Miller I mainly know from Years and Years. If you're gonna go global, yeah. Unfortunately, the stuff Russell T Davies has done is very Britain centric. Yeah, that's that is that is the thing. I think so. Who are the ones names you always see pop up for the big ones? It's it's like Rupert Grint. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean. Ben Wishaw, Ben Wishaw, obviously Ben Wishaw, yeah, like Martin these, Sheen, Martin Sheen. It's these ones who have global sort of appeal. And if you want to get back to where it was, where who was cool, and we've talked about this on this podcast, when who yeah. was cool, I think if you're gonna go for an older guy, I mean Hugh Grant is is in a renaissance. People think he's like a legit big actor, and this gives him a chance to act, but also have a global franchise, which is yeah. part of him that always loved being a leading man. I did forget. Um, I just did a quick check, like of, of the people that I brought up who have like. Uh, Tania Miller did uh, was it the haunting of Hill House, which is a Netflix thing. So she sort of has like How, House Hill. House Hill. Well, there's there's a Hill couple. House, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's just my blind spot, I guess. I haven't it, yeah, seen any exactly. Of this. That's the thing. Um, again, granted, the people saying she can't be in Doctor Who because she was already a Time Lord in Doctor Who. Um, ah, we, she, we we've already yeah. had these things. Before. Yeah, Colin Baker was a Time was a Time Lord in Doctor. Like, I don't. Yeah. Uh, no one cares. So it's pretty compelling. Okay, uh, but yeah. no, that's the thing. I think. We're gonna watch watch this space. Um, whoever ends up being, it's Russell T Davies. I tr- I trust Russell T Davies. We're not gonna see them until at least probably like 2023, 2024. Uh, we got the 60th, and there are some very very fun rumors about the 60th, which I think you'd like. Uh, no spoilers, and I'm not even hinting at anything. Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. yeah I might be completely wrong, but. We've got a while. We have yeah, a we while. while. We're okay. Our next episode of Doctor Who isn't until like April, and like then after that is six months. I'm tired. We're anyway. recording this on March 25th. You're saying yeah. the next, next one's in April. Next week is April. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, it is. It is. There we go. Oh, it's terrifying. Anyway, let's get back to terrifying because we've got oh. the Angels Take Manhattan. Yeah. Very, yeah. Er- very early in my Who fandom. Yeah. This is this is uh, one of those things that I think. So, how long have you, had you been with like Team Pond and Williams oh, at this point? By remember, my first Angels. episode was Asylum of a Dalek, so we're talking just a matter of weeks. Shit. Yeah. Oh, that must, this must have been like whiplash for oh, you. Oh, absolutely. I was like, what? Huh? Oh no. <laughs> is this normal? And no, they're usually around for years. I'm like, oh. To be fair, this is like a good thing of welcome to Doctor Who. No one is safe. No Not one's even safe. the Doctor. No have a good time. Safe, yeah. Uh, but we open with uh, little, some little spooky, um, you know, not even spooky, just uh, sort oh, of. It's like a film noir, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, film noir. Oh, I'm going to tell you about the story that I took from Julius Gray, the mob boss, where he wanted me to investigate. And um, we get some some typing it. Uh, I was going to say a keyboard typewriter. And um, our detective, Sam Garner, has been asked by Julius Gray, the, the mob boss, to, to look at uh, these stats that can move and he doesn't really believe him but he's getting paid so he doesn't care and he goes to an apartment building called winter key or winter quay i can't remember key it looks like q-u-a-y but it's key yeah uh and that's then when uh, as we as as we pass we see a statue that looks like a weeping angel and then it it does its little scream face for the audience to see and uh ghana goes up the the creepy um I, it's, I wouldn't say an elevator, but it's sort of like your your old timey ones. Yep. And he goes up and he 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 uh, enters a room and there's an old man sitting there and he's like, "It's you!" And it turns out it's just an older version of him. Yep. And he he goes to run outside, but he gets caught by a weeping angel, and that that's the end. Oh no of no no! He runs to the roof and he oh, looks and you. Oh yes, of and course. You I forgot hear, this. I forgot this. And you hear the scream. Like what is it? He turns around and the Statue of Liberty is a weeping angel. I blocked this out really, of my mind. Really? Oh, I think it's a really cool one. I'm I'm so indifferent. I oh, think. it's brilliant. I'm so indifferent I think, about. This. I think it's just, I think it's the only reason they go to New York for this. Oh yeah, I it think totally this is. shot. I hate it. I think the yeah. idea of it being the Statue of Liberty is is like the biggest weeping angel in the world. I think it's a great yeah. idea, but it's kind of a weird thing to write a whole episode just to get that moment. 
And then you think about it for a second and go, how does any of this work? Oh. Because it's the Statue of Liberty. Someone's going to see it. Granted, our rules about when we're looking at angels. Oh, they, they, they play fast and loose with this on this one. Yeah, yeah. no, we're not, we're not going to talk about that. Because you're going to tell me that at no point is, is, is that everybody's not watching the Statue of Liberty at some point this evening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the Statue of Liberty was seen walking. It's like, uh, was it Ghostbusters 2? I never saw Ghostbusters 2. I, oh, saw, uh, I, saw they, num- I saw number one and was like, no, thanks. Yeah, they make ghost slime uh, possess the Statue of Liberty to move it through uh, New York. Oh, it's absolute dog shit. I There's, love it. I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen the Statue of Liberty effectively worked into a plot of a movie ever. No. Every time they do, it's always crap. I can't think of a single a single one. I think there's another one where I don't know what it is, some action movie and like someone ends up like hanging off of like the crown or like off of like the the book that has the date that America becomes a country. Oh, oh yeah. it's rough. Well, it was even it was I remember in was it Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man that was like the the big thing and even then it was like they made fun of it. Oh, well, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, cuz it was cuz they were like let's give him a shield. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But after after the Statue of Liberty pays a visit to our detective, we go to 2012 New York and uh, the doctor, Amy and Rory are having a little picnic in Central Park. And uh, the doctor is reading the book uh, that's been written by the same person. Melody Malone, private detective in Old Town, New York. Wowza, the doctor would say, because um, he's he's just he's he's absolutely titillated by this book. Well said. After we get told that her cleavage would, uh, <laughs> I don't know, was 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 quite substantial or something like that. It says, yeah. Like I like the fact that obviously in, in the future we find out that this is, this is River. That he looked at this and there is some sort of like primal recognition. We're in. That looks like River. I need to read this. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Um. But uh, he, after getting annoyed at Amy, getting annoyed at him, uh, is. She, he's he's frustrated because Amy's wearing glasses and he doesn't like them because it shows the the little wrinkles in her skin to which um, she immediately asks Rory, which is like, no, I didn't notice them. I mean, I didn't notice. Th- I noticed them before. I didn't. I'm, he's I'm, I, he's I, got I, it a little bit too ready. He's prepared for yeah. this question. I specifically remembered not to notice them. And um, he gives Amy a kiss to which the doctor acts like a child being embarrassed. And Rory goes off to get some coffee and uh, the well, there's some pretty the- sexual flirting going on there. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, ready yeah. to hop aboard Centurion. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and then um, the doctor reads to Amy as they wait for their coffee. But before that, he rips the final page out of the book because he's quirky and he's like, "I hate endings." Could this have been like for I mean, for, for a series that's usually really good at like multi-episode like things? Could 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 we not have seen him doing this more often? Yeah, it's sort of just a sudden thing, especially because when you realize the page you ripped out was not the ending of the book, it's just yeah. like the like the author's note. Oh, it's just the afterword, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So the book ends. Yeah. The book does end. It's the like reading the um. Yeah. This book was written by by Jimmy Jimison, who has written seventeen other books and has a note. Like it's the same thing as reading yeah about the author. Yep. And I love that. The dog is an idiot, uh, but Rory is on his way back with the coffees and we start to see some sort of climbing POV shots sort of, of uh, around where he is under a tunnel. We hear children giggling and uh, we see a small statue under uh, what <clears throat> I haven't. It's just like a fountain. I don't know what it's called. Don't know. The, a New York fountain, fountain. and uh, he goes under the, the archway there and the giggling gets closer and closer and we sort of cut between the doctor reading a book um, saying that, oh, Melody saw a thin man uh, uh, on the 3rd of April, 1938, and followed him until he noticed her. And the doctor then has a bit of a shock as he says what the thin man says to Melody, which is, I was just getting coffee for the doctor and Amy. Hello, <laughs> River. Hello, Dad. And that dun 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 the the rory rory's been transported to 1938 the book's happening in real life river's there the doctor and amy run to the tardis uh while in 1938 rory is trying to ask river about what's going on and uh river says that she has no idea but he better put his hands up because there's some armed men that are about to surround them and put them in a car and uh 
At this point as well, the Doctor and Amy get on the TARDIS as Amy continues to read from the book, which is, you know, telling the future Mm -hmm. after all her many years of time travel. And uh, River says uh, in the book that the TARDIS can't land in New York because of several time distortions, saying uh, it's like uh, reading a, a uh, landing a plane in a blizzard, and even she couldn't do it, which annoys the Doctor. And uh, they try to land the TARDIS in 1938 at the exact date, but they just get blasted back to 2012 because of the time rift and all the temporal energy and time distortions that river said about and they land in a cemetery yep. hopefully this cemetery won't appear any time later on no won't do that no uh but this is because they can't get there because the the angels though they don't know it's angels yet have sort of fed off all this time energy here meaning that whatever paradox there is time travel can't work here and um it's a f- fixed point we find out is Amy continues to read because Amy reads a part of the book where it turns out the um, the doctor's going to break something. She says, why'd you have to break it? Because Amy read it in a book and now I have to. I, I don't. There is a rule in this, which is even as I wrote it and I, as I say it now, fixed points are so mm, arbitrary. Yeah, they don't fully make sense because it no they make sense until we don't need them to make sense yeah because we're gonna see something later on which doesn't and does not make sense um anyway the doctor then has an idea that um as the as the book says that there was loads of artifacts uh in this mob boss's house the doctor says okay i'll make landing lights and he goes to two uh 221 bc i think and he he leaves a message on a vase that says yowza and before they go, though, we pan down as the TARDIS disappears from the cemetery to reveal a tombstone that says Rory Williams. I can't remember his middle name. Arthur, isn't it? Arthur. That's I. I Arthur Garfield. Maybe it is. I yeah, know. I was like, oh, that's clever. And there we go. Oh, no. Rory's going to die because it's a fixed point. Anyway. Um, River gets put uh, into the mob boss's office and Rory's taken down to the basement to play with the babies Yep, as he puts it. And um, the mob boss then tells River that they are everywhere, which is all the, the weeping angels, the statues, and it reveals uh, his prize collection, which is a, a chained, a very poorly chained up and just battle damaged weeping angel and um, that the angel's screaming, River tells him, and it's screaming out to all its comrades, and that's why Gale has to lock all of his doors. And then uh, Grail uh, then makes the lights turn off, which means that the angel can grab onto River's wrist and wants to know everything about these angels. At the same time, Rory gets tossed into a dark, dark base. This is... (sighs) I can't, I don't understand the the reason for this from the mob boss. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because this is just, let's kill and make these things even more powerful because uh, the cherubs are back that took Rory to the past and he's left in all the darkness and he has to use the matches, which granted, a really creepy visual and a really, really chilling way of showing the Weeping Angels that every time he'd light the match, they'd get closer and closer and the flicker of the light would cause them to get closer until uh, Rory uh, flicks a match and there's a cherub angel right close to him and blows the match out, which is like, that was always the advert, like the thing we'd see at the end of the advert, look how dangerous they've got, they can blow out the match. And uh, that means Rory's been sent somewhere. We don't know where yet. And uh, thankfully, at the same time, uh, Grail uh, threatens River with the angel. We hear that the TARDIS is materializing for some reason because of the the landing lights of the, the Ming vase. And it bursts through with this rift energy, knocks Grail out, lands. And uh, the Doctor's too busy to, you know... Uh, trying to look good for his wife and uh, finds river. And it turns out that river's been free from storm cage this entire time because she got pardoned uh, because 
the person she was imprisoned for killing didn't exist. Yeah, but and that ties in, of course, with uh, Oswin. Yeah. Um, Oswald. Um, deleting the doctor from everybody's existing memory. Now, somehow the Daleks, I guess, pairs up with the doctor deleting himself. So I guess there's a combination there. Makes some sense, I guess. Yep. Sure. <clears throat> but it means that River's free and we don't have to deal with the Stormcage stuff anymore. Thank God for that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but the issue is, though, the, uh, the Doctor has a choice. Either he has to break the wrist of the angel or he has to break River's wrist. And then the Doctor realizes, says to Amy, this is why we can't read ahead because now I have to break it. And they repeat the same lines from the book. Mm-hmm. And um, Amy goes off to see where Rory is. And it turns out that Rory's been sent to the basement as far as she's been aware and as she does that, um, the doctor realizes, oh, no, we can just we can look through the chapter titles instead of reading the actual book. So that's supposed to be non-spoiler. Like, I'm like, you guys yeah. are insane. Sure. It's like um, when Phantom Menace came out and people were like, oh, I'll read the titles of the um, of, of, of the, uh, the album yeah. of the soundtrack. And one of them was like Qui-Gon's death. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Um, but he sees that the final chapter is called Amelia's Last Farewell, and the Doctor has a temper tantrum and screams at River. That, temper tantrum is a good word here. Yeah, because he like he 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 like he just. It's like watching a child. Yeah, like a child. He like bunches himself and like smashes some stuff off off a um, table. And he's like, "You need to find a way to get your wrist out of there. Don't break it somehow." Yep. And then he storms off and. We cut to Amy in the basement, but Rory's gone and the doctor scares her by accident and they're waiting and they're trying to figure out where exactly he could be. And River emerges saying that, oh, I've scanned Rory and he's at Winter Key. Dun, dun, dun. And the, the doctor is shocked because she, is, she escaped and it meant that she, uh, she didn't break her wrist and she, he goes to grab her wrist to, to run away and she uh, winces in pain. And turns out, you know, she did actually break it and it's bloodied and bruised. And uh, he's then like, well, why, why, why did you lie to me? Let me use my regeneration energy to heal it, which is something that's never seen, despite the fact that so many people die of just little injuries in this show. Yeah, yeah, I it's not just something the doctor's MO to be selfless. I don't get it. Good yeah, point. good point. But uh, River gets angry and says, "Oh, this is a useless waste of regeneration energy." Slaps him. Is it because and- she's part time lord? Can he? Can, is that that why it works? Is this why she's different? I've never seen this used ever again. Uh, I, 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 if if it did, then I've just completely forgotten. But I can't. I don't know. But um, Amy and River then have a conversation about why the Doctor's in a grumpy mood, and River says, "You know." never let him see you age because he he hates endings and uh they then go into a mob car and they all go off to get rory but the doors are open and there are two statues outside now and um the doctor and amy and uh river i was and said rory um i'm not gonna get used to not saying that next episode uh they arrive at winter key and rory's sort of exploring the the building on his own and they find him on the same floor where we originally saw our detective at the beginning of the episode at the end of the hallway there's a weeping angel so the way is blocked off and uh, he discovers a room which says r williams and as any time traveler knows if there's someone with your name after you've been sent back in time you need to go into that room yep uh but amy and uh Rory enter and River and the Doctor see the angel smiling and they they question why. And inside the room, there's an old man who calls over to Amy and it turns out it's Rory's future self. And then he dies. Yeah, it's nice of Rory to stay, young Rory to stay in a different room so he didn't have to worry about CGI and <laughs> that in or doing some camera trickery. He yeah. just respected the, oh, Amy needs to have a moment with, with that old fella. <laughs> And Rory wants to know what's going on. And the doctor says, well, I'm sorry, Rory, but 
you just died. Mm-hmm. And it's all dramatic. And it turns out the doctor says that Winter Key is sort of a battery farm for the Weeping Angels because they can always keep their victims imprisoned and send them back in time over and over and over and over. And that means that Rory's going to die here uh, because we've witnessed him die. It's a fixed point now. And um, Amy won't be sent back in time because it's only Rory on there. As we see, because and the logic is that uh, Rory, uh, Rory was too happy to see her, so that means that Amy yeah. couldn't have been sent back. Now, granted, I mean, it's not like Amy could have died fifteen years ago or something like that. It's not it's, just we're just going to assume this, and that'll be enough. Why? Because the yeah. doctor said so. Because, um, but that means that we need to escape, and um, if the angels can't catch Rory, then that means he won't die. However, the doctor then says that, like, he'll have to run for his entire life. And um, River then says that if he does run, it will create a paradox, which will poison the Weeping Angels, which gives Rory an idea later down the line. But we hear thump, 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 because something's approaching the building. And... um, they all start to run. Amy and Rory run, and the Doctor and River are still stuck in the room for a little bit by two angels. And Amy and Rory then run up to the top of the roof, to which Rory then sees the Statue of Liberty, saying, "I always wanted to see the Statue of Liberty. I guess she got impatient," which I think was a, I, I think it's a cute little joke. Yep. And this is then when um, Rory has his grand plan, which is. If I die now and kill, uh, jump off and kill myself, I won't have died there, which will mean there'll be a paradox yep. because every time I die, I come back anyway, so it will be fine. And uh, Amy's uh, saying, oh, no, don't, you can't do that. I refuse to let you do that. And um, he's like, well, would you do it if it, it was me? And Rory says, and it's one of my favorite lines he says, which is like, for you, I, I'd do anything. And Right as they get ready to jump, the doctor and well, because 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 Amy then gets up on the ledge as well. Yeah, yeah. And this is then when we get the the rules of looking at angels. Just oh, they're looking at each other. Doesn't no one's, apply. No one's looking at the Statue of Liberty. No one. It's fine. It's all okay. Um, but then the doctor bursts through at this point, and he's like, "What are you two doing?" Like a very angry child uh, or angry parent. And then he's like. Oh no, this is called marriage. And they jump off and the music's swelling and it's all beautiful. And there's a paradox and it kills all the angels and they all wake back up in the cemetery that we saw before in 2012. And um, everyone's excited and happy. And the doctor's like, well, that means that the timeline never happened and the paradox meant that we never in New York in the first place, blah, 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 blah. And uh, as they all go to celebrate and go to a pub, Rory uh, sees a, sees a he sees a gravestone with his name on, and he, he's like, "If he'd watched our Back to the Future episode, he'd know you get on the tardis, it erases, it erases." Yeah. And he looks and he's like, "Oh, that's funny, someone with my name on," and then he disappears because there's one angel left that survived, and um, it then it's like oh it means that he died 82 years of age blah 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 and um this is when we get i think you know this is this is what everyone remembers from the episode this final four minutes of uh the doctor pleading to amy and she's saying if i just blink then then i'll go back and i'll be with him and it'll be okay i'll be with him where i meant to be always with him and um we have the doctor pleading and uh, River who's like, yes, do it. No, this is what you need to do. Shut up, doctor. And uh, the doctor says that, you know, if you do this, I will never be able to see you again. I'll never be able to come here. And Amy doesn't care because she'll be with Rory. Well, there is a bit where they go, can't we just go back and get him? And they go, no, no, no. It tear yeah. New York apart. And then River goes, it would definitely tear New York apart. And I'm like, all right, we're just going to explain ourselves out of this, are we? Can we? travel to 1938 mm-hmm. to the to 
whatever state is next to New York, and then drive to New York, pick what? up Rory, and then drive. It doesn't back. matter because it can't be a fixed point anymore because it erased the first timeline. You know what I mean? I so yeah. they were never there. But more in the fact that if we travel back here, it will explode time and space. Yeah, okay. I, I, it's it's an easy cop out. They've, they've talked their way out of worse situations by going, well, it's too yeah. bad it wasn't Christmas. Because if it was Christmas, then you could do it because it's Christmas. Because it's Christmas, you have to die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but K- then Karen Gillan's great. She's staring straight oh, yeah. ahead. And if you think about the love triangle that was, and we talked about this on the pod, mm. times when Amy, it felt like, was being disingenuous towards her husband, time when she was being disrespectful and a little bit too much about the doctor, doesn't even for a moment consider, look his way, anything like that just is singularly focused on getting back to rory and it's uh it's a powerful it's karen gillen's finest hour on the show yeah the the, the tears that are coming from both of them it, it's fantastic i would be surprised if this wasn't the last scene she shot i th- i think it is i might be wrong because there is a, a little um urban legend i don't know if that's the right way to say but it's never been fully confirmed but before I, I say that, uh, she turns to the doctor and says, Raggedy Man, goodbye. And the angel then sends her back to Rory and the doctor screams in emotional pain. And then on the gravestone, we then see underneath it, Rory Arthur Williams and his loving wife, Amelia Williams. And she died at 87 instead of and he died at 82. Poor Amy having to live another five years. Poor Amy. Uh, and then we just go back to the TARDIS and Riv is the one that's doing the consoling as the doctor is inconsolable. Mm-hmm. And um, then the doctor apologizes because Amy and Rory were her parents to which it, at this point, I think a lot of people, including the writer went, Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we never mentioned that anymore. And um, River says, you know, it's okay. And uh, the one thing that she does want the doctor to do is not travel alone. And he asks her to travel with her. And she's like, Oh no, anytime, but only one psychopath, Patardis, which is uh, our cheeky way of saying there isn't enough time to, you know, we, we need Jenna Coleman, not Alex Kinston, <laughs> yeah. which is a shame because uh, we'll only see her two more times, once more alive and once as a ghost. Um, but um, Rose, like, well, if I wrote this book, then I need to give it to Amy to publish and all that. And maybe I'll get her to leave an afterword. And the doctor is on like the final page. I need to go and get the final page. And we have this dramatic music swelling as the doctor slow-mo runs back to the picnic and the, the page is still there and the doctor's reading it. And it's the, the afterword by Amelia Williams. She's like, hello, old friend. Here we are. You and me, the last page. And she sort of just says that, you know, by the time that the doctor reads this, her and Rory will be dead, but they were happy and they lived well and they always loved the doctor. But Amy's worried that um, once they're gone, the doctor won't be coming back to Earth for a bit and he'll be alone, which they don't want. The the doctor shouldn't be alone. And she asks one more thing of the doctor, which is to go back to her seven-year-old self and tell her the story of all the things that Amy Pond did and how she she got to fight pirates and she fall in love with a man who waited 2,000 years to keep her safe and she'll get to tell she'll get to give hope to the greatest painter who ever lived and then she says tell her that this is the story of Amelia Pond this is how it ends and at this point the urban legend goes that after this see that line was said Matt Smith just broke down in tears because Karen Gillan's then reading the actual thing. Yeah, I've got that she's right next to him off camera yeah. reading it. And then I'll tell you what, it says that he broke down. I was crying, man. I was crying watching this it's today. A, yeah. Uh, it's, I, it's, um, it's, it's out of all the goodbyes and mm. times they've wanted to make me cry, this is the one that hits because it's actually from a character place, not just from a, we want you to feel sad place. This was, this was earned. And the thing is as well, this isn't just a, Oh, they died. They got to have a happy ending together, but it's not with the doctrine. We don't get to see it. And it's almost like a death for us. I was editing the, um, the intro for this and most of it is, um, Amy's farewell. Cause I think it's beautiful, but 
oh, I, I was getting really emotional at points as the music swells at points because it is just a, it is a beautiful send off for for Amy because she gets to end her journey with the Doctor in a story, in a fantasy, which is always what she referred to yeah. her time as as a fairy tale, and that's that's how the episode ends. Very it, sad time. It's a good thing we don't put any thought into like her family who are now back and are going to be like, what the hell happened to Amy and Rory? Yeah, we have. A, I w- there is a like a deleted scene, like an extra clip that they released a couple months later, which is an animatic of a cut scene that Arthur Darville and um, I, I don't know the name of the actor who plays his dad, but he's Mr. Weasley and Harry Potter. Um, it's like a cut scene where Rory sends his grand his grandson to find Brian, his dad, and gives him a letter and is like, oh yeah, by the time you read this, I've been dead for God knows how long, but I want you to know that it's all happy and okay and it, the doctor blah 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 and everything's fine. This is your grandson. We adopted because remember, Amy can't have kids anymore. Um, and that's sort of the ending for, for Brian and, you know, Rory's family, yep. Amy's family. Nah, all their friends. Yeah, yeah good point. Um, well, they, um, they did bail right after the wedding. I mean, but if you think yeah. that we were like five episodes ago, it was like we're getting divorced. Yeah. And now it's like this. It's like, wow, whiplash. Mm. It's really weird because there was an episode that I used for the intro of Angel uh, Daleks. And it's the, it's um, it's an episode that I don't know if we'll do it on a second run, but it's called The, the Power of Three. And a lot of that is about Amy and Rory's friends and you know how that dynamic works and that's just never brought up again there's even a, like a bit of dialogue where um Brian and the doctor are talking is like how many people have, have died and how many people have you lost and uh the doctor's like oh never them never them and you know that was a lie yeah <laughs> Well, and that makes it more heartbreaking. Especially as the crowd knows. I mean, the, yeah. the news with this stuff leaks forever. I mean, here in the UK, I mean, it's you always know way before. It's a shame because you can't ever really be truly surprised. Yeah. There was one, there was like one that I was shocked by, and it was Bills. But in like, yeah. it, in fair thought, it was the final season of Capaldi. So you don't expect, you know, the, the, the companion to go on to the next showrunner and. Yep, and Doctor, but okay. still, big big shock. So that leads us to our our thoughts, our Doctor Who thoughts. So, um, overall thoughts first. Will I take a big drink? Oh, it's a it's an okay episode. Uh, I always struggle yeah. with Weeping Angel episodes, to be honest. With you. you know, people are like, "Oh, they're and they are really scary." I think they're really scary, but they're really hard to write an episode around. I think they're really hard to write an episode around. Yeah. And so, like, the found footage of Blink is probably, like, your best-case scenario. Um, so, I mean, a lot of it is, because about the Weeping Angels, it's about us not being able to see. And yeah. although it's, like, good for, ooh, it's spooky, it's it's it's, it's quite poor for, for narrative cohesion. So, there's, the, I mean, this is all about building up to the fake save and then still taking them away. And then taking her away, and that last five minutes, which which are, which are brilliant. Yeah. Um, I think it takes the scenic route in getting there. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, even at the padded out with that noir opening, which has no bearing really on the end of the episode, besides it introduces us to the Winter Key. But that's really about it, and to the mob boss. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. It's. Uh, oh. It, because it ends so strongly we all go ah the last episode yeah. i'm not sure for me keep in mind like there's whole portions that are just them reading <laughs> and him going yows and her go, and going you wearing glasses and he's like, i'm gonna go get coffee that's his great good, i'm gonna get coffee we never get a proper goodbye for rory we never get a good goodbye for rory ding well that's that's rory's character arc yeah. on the whole isn't it rory's goodbye is a deleted scene yep uh, it's it's a really difficult one because I think the the strength of this episode is not the actual episode itself. It is the legacy that this episode has uh, before it. For uh, was it three years at this point, we have fallen in love with these characters, and unlike with um, Doomsday, where 
we've had two years with Rose at this point, and the ending feels feels devastating and deserved. And also the episode itself is strong. This is it's like if you watch Doomsday, but for the first 35 minutes of Doomsday, nothing happened. Well, I mean, nothing of substance happened. I don't know. Rose left and came back and left and came back and left. I mean, I don't know. Like they stuck the landing on this one, save for mm. a like hologram get out of jail free card when she was filming Bleeman Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, uh, you know, it's a Smith when Smith regenerates. It's kind of they really have kind of gone. No, we're done. Yeah, yeah. And I I do like that. I do I do really because it, it feels final. And, well, it has to be because she wrote writes yeah. in, the, in in the book. We always loved you. I can't be like we always loved you. Brackets. See you soon. Winky face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's 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 a nice clock. I know there are always people. Well, they need to come back. It can end, and I think the the point of this episode is. Things have to end, and with Doctor Who, which is you know, and yeah, and, and, yeah. And, and it's a good character moment yeah. because he shouldn't be alone, but he's so hurt and tired of people leaving him. It's it's a, it's it's a far more interesting story with them leaving than than if they'd stayed and just done the next what whatever is of the week, you know. Now these and things then, get these things get lost when you reboot seasons and yeah. you regenerate, but still, I mean, for the, for the time, it was a really important moment in the Matt Smith character. I would say this. This I think this just goes on for the the doc, at least the next the doctor we see after this because all of all of like series seven, the rest of series seven, the doctor it is about this. Like he is alone with the 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 snowman episode, which we're not going to cover because it's the snowman episode. But he's miserable. He's cantankerous. He's just fed up. He doesn't want to let anyone in. And then Clara appears and he's like, oh, maybe I can do this again. So by the time we get twelve this sort of comes back with Clara's ending where yeah he will he lit billions of years all of that and it, yeah. we get the the juxtaposition of that that again the doctor refuses to let the people he loved dies and i think it's it's a nice theme that we at least with the moffat era has always been sort of cemented there and this really does it for us overall you know yeah but the, what it leads to brilliant yeah and I'm, so, I'm so conflicted yeah. this is this is my asylum of the daleks i think which is like oh, so, okay yeah like i really i like it but because of these one or two things and it it, it is a it, it it's a contradiction when i talk about it yeah but i guess uh favorite element or favorite moment well, it's gotta be it's gotta be the goodbye in it i mean yeah. i can give you something else but it's it's not it's not there um the book was an interesting choice and going yeah. you know what degree does this matter and knowing about your own future and blah, 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 blah. but no it's it's the goodbye and they all nail it every mm. you know maybe not so much arthur darvo who didn't get to do much <laughs> but you know his big one was hey it's my name everybody else got to act his was just oh that's weird rory's quote-unquote death is the most rory thing ever where he just so he stumbles into it well, he stumbles off to get coffee and goes why did it get dark all of a sudden like, <laughs> this this episode really does it really does rory wrong you know the the however many because the, like the an episode before they they say that they've been doing this for 10 years that amy and rory have been traveling with a doctor on and off for 10 years yeah in I, 10 I, years she got glasses that was it yeah. she got glasses yeah because again this rory, is rory has a, rory has an age today rory's great rory looks great <laughs> yeah he just gets better yeah. but no in the 10 years that they've been traveling i refuse to believe that rory has not encountered a weeping angel and doesn't know what yeah. they are I don't know. It's like it's just a little thing. But no, the the ending, Amy's ending is great, Amy's uh, ending which is leads great. immediately to Little Grumble. <laughs> or should we? Just, should I just say the Rory Grumble? Uh, well, I mean, they do Rory wrong. Rory, yeah, yeah, Rory wrong. Um, it's also just kind of a mess. I, I don't know how you have all this stuff and have it just be a mess storyline, but this is a mess yeah. storyline, isn't it? I mean, you got River, you got the book that tells the future. You've got it was oh, and it's just so you know, the bit where they, they fall off the off the roof, that's a cool moment. Yeah, the music's great for that. Yeah, but. and the bit where he steps up and then she joins him, that's powerful. Yeah. But everything before that is just a meandering bunch of crap. 
Yeah. It's mostly shot at nighttime because I guess they're going for that noir feel. I'm not buying it. The, oh, it's an old man in bed. That was a little bit too soon from, at least from, because we, I guess we would have seen it just recently. The episode with, um, oh, Uncle. Oh, yeah. House, sorry, the, House, the House. House one, yeah. Yeah, and, and Rory's all old and she's all old. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Why did you leave me? We've already had it at the haunted house very recently in our viewing. Maybe it's been a year. Yeah. In regu- in, but I'm just like, eh. I'm good to, uh, yeah, so my grumble's just that the first 45 minutes really didn't matter. Yeah, no, it is, it is a meander. Uh, my, my grumble oh, is, hang on, uh, hang on, oh. grumble's this, that page would have so blown away. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it's perfectly placed in, oh, in, in this also, basket. No one's nicked the basket. Where they are in New York, by the way, is right close to to water. Well, yeah. you know, the dog that's gonna just fly yeah, away. Wait, the no, seagull's gonna there's take. There's no breezes, it. nah. Um, I think River's really underused in this episode, and I think she's solely here one because River is Amy and Rory's daughter, and they need her to be there at the end. Yeah, but also, uh, River is the um incitic incident, the the reason for our MacGuffin, MacGuffin of the episode of the of the book, and it. it it's i don't know her her reasoning to be there just falls so flat I mean, and the, i don't like it the yowza on the vase is like a b-tech version of hello sweetie in the cliffs yeah. you know what i mean like it's just kind of eh. i i i i just feel she's underused especially because this is one of the last times we ever see river song this is the second to last time we see river song alive the next time we see her she's a ghost really yeah because hmm. she 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 has this um, the name of the doctor where she like appears to Clara as a ghost that the doctor could always see, but is never brought up. And is, then is that when they're out some sort of tomb? Yeah. It's okay. the one Clara jumps into the time stream and blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. And, and then yeah. of course there's the one where they end up, you know, spending the last night together, but it lasts yeah. 21 years or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So we only have two episodes of this after and only one of those episodes, she's actually alive and relevant to the store. It's just, yeah. eh, I don't know. I just mm. feel she's underused. Um, but I guess that leads to our ratings. Oh, I'm going to go eight and that's heavily skewed towards the impact of that finale. Yeah. That last five minutes is a 10, like massive, like amongst the best stuff who's ever done. Um, (laughs) 45 minutes before that, we're just... (laughs) We're just like a, a tease and a setup and not in a way that felt fulfilling, but a way that I felt ripped off. Yeah. And not ripped off like you're like, oh, I'm so mad at the weeping. Angel. And I would have thought that, that 11 would have been more mad at the weeping angel and might have actually had some sort of an, a moment where he considers breaking his uh, his oath, his oath. And he doesn't yeah. do that. I'm like, ah, all right. Yeah. Okay. It's it's really difficult because this episode like like we say in meanders and it gets to a point where i go i don't i just i i i don't turn on i just go i'm having sort of an opposite reaction that i want and then the final five minutes happen and i'm like oh this is why i love doctor who it's destroying me this is brilliant this is perfect this yeah. is the yeah. the tv uh, equivalent of of this is cinema yeah but to get there it's such a journey and i i i, to- I understand the the eight because the writing and the way the performance and the music that we it's perfect yeah. and it really encapsulates that era of doctor who as well as a an end to, to amy um i'm gonna go seven just because wow. it's it's because the concept is great like, i cried like real tears even watching yeah. it this time yeah i i cried watching it i i got emotional and weepy doing the intro it has an impact we were the weeping angels yeah, yeah. i have it has such an impact on me and for, like without that it's a without that it's like a five but it adds yeah, yeah, because, you're right you're right it is but it has so much there's so much weight to it and so yeah. much legacy that it handles i think bar rory pretty respectfully <laughs> but no yeah. I, I i still it's for a for the end of a character the sad part good. is that rory's send-off is he's off screen for it like his send-off yeah. is all karen gillen talking about rory and how she has to get back yeah. to him and it's like and at no point is a doctor like yeah i miss rory too he's like yeah he's dead i'm sorry now there don't is, go there has only ever been one line in doctor who that makes me believe that the doctor cares about rory which again is 
the doctor talking to Amy. There is no Rory, and he's like, I am, I am running to you and Rory, and he like pours it to you and Rory as if he's like, oh yeah, Rory's yeah. here. I don't know, like, yeah, but yeah. that 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 was the the angels take Manhattan, not the Muppets take Manhattan, but the angels take Manhattan, which leads us to. Our next episode. Okay. Also, the 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 so the day that this so episode we're, released, we're 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 gonna keep doing the pod then, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. No, okay. no end. No endings here. All right. Um, the day that this episode releases will be the anniversary of the first episode of the revival. So Rose came out on this day. Okay. We saw in that character Rose, for also known as. Bad Wolf. Is it the 50th? We're doing the 50th because hey. there's nothing in between that's worth watching. Gallifrey stands. Gallifrey fools no more. I, get- I live tweeted this episode. Wow. <laughs> I, did. I wonder if I can find my notes. I remember. <laughs> I always remember this. I broke my toe. I will try um, and find my tweets from this. I can think I can search back to what day it was. So I think I can yeah. find all my tweets on this. And uh, yeah, I'll chip in with what I was thinking as I thought I'm going to live tweet this out and ruin it forever. I wasn't trying to ruin it for me. I was just trying to be yeah. part of a, a global conversation. This was was such a, a massive thing. I'm looking for this. Granted, it's going to be a meaty episode because, you know, like we have a feature length film essentially to cover. Are we but- going to cover are we going to cover that like six minute mini episode as part of it? I think, I think as a prelude, I think we I need think to talk we about it. I think we have to talk about that because that I was huge, say, yeah. especially for me who didn't know who any, like, I kind of knew who he was, but not, not really. Yeah. By who he was, I mean, uh, nine, nine, Ten, oh, eight, eight. eight. Call him again. Yeah, yeah. call him again. Um, I w- like, we're not going to cover the episode, but I will also do like a brief thing where we talk about uh, the name of the doctor because we're not the only important thing about the episode is the final 10 seconds where we get the reveal of the John Hurt, the doctor. Yeah. What? Uh, we'll talk about all of that for the 50th because that is, there is so much there to talk about, but because we've caught up, uh, it means that the next time that this will come out will be in two weeks time. Hey. I can't remember the exact date, but that means that I have enough time to get everything uh, for notes. And also this intro is going to kill me doing the 50th but I'm really looking forward to talking about I, the first time we get to do the whole legacy of Doctor Who and, and what it means. Yeah. We get oh, we gosh. get to see David Tennant again. We get yeah. uh, we get a form of um, Billy Piper. We get Tom yeah. Baker for a little bit. Yeah, yeah we, we get we get some fun and we get to see John Hurt as <laughs> as the doctor. That'll be April 16th, my friend. April, April 16th. 16th. Oh, I wonder if that's around the same time that the the, the next one comes out. Whenever that is, was it the Legend of the Sea Devils? Maybe we know who the Doctor is. I don't know. Well, who knows? Who who knows? As um, the curator says. Yay. So, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Who Do You Think You Are? At the time that this comes out, where if you're listening to us in the future and not the past, uh, we would have had our two year birthday episode of Best Film Ever, where we covered back to the future part three live and uncensored with some of our patrons listening and taking part you get to hear some of our patrons live talking about their opinion of the film uh we have a cleared for takeoff of ted lasso at some point i don't know when we're doing it uh also get your uh choices in for your top five batman movies theatrical batman movies we uh, including the Adam West movie, though, because that that's important. Uh, that will be the week after, I think. Now, yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> a, a a point. A point. Are. A point. Uh, I don't know if we have anything else. No, just oh, stick. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, and I was just going to say, but we do have a Patreon, as we said, which is uh, patreon.com forward slash BFE. We kept it simple for you, and that means you can have your your you can be one of the fifth people in the chair you can be our fifth chair vote on the ratings for the films and if you do bestest friend of the podcast our highest tier you can maybe choose a film for us like reverend bruce or herbies or julie have done so far yeah we got reverend bruce coming on again in a couple of weeks that's gonna be a lot of fun yeah Uh, we actually just had another member join the patreon so another another friend of the podcast so uh, it's patreon.com slash bfe we kept it simple for you 
So with that, I guess that's how we end things. But this is going to be a different uh, ending to an episode because I hate endings. So I've been Ethan. And I've been Ian. And this is never going to end. It's just going to keep going on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. At some point, I'm going to cut this and ever. Stick around, pond. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.